Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. All right, guys, get your Bibles out. Get your notebooks, get your iPad, get your iPencil, get your iPhones, and everybody else knows what I'm about to say. Get your eyeballs out. Let's go. Let's get ready. What is 2020? 2020 is our breakout year. Here at Love Life Church, that's the word of the Lord, that 2020 is our breakout year in every area of our life and every area of our ministry. This is our breakout year, and we're breaking out right here and live stream. We're breaking out in all areas, right? The enemy's not going to hold us back. This Rona virus ain't holding us back. This Rona got to go. This Rona got to go, right, in Jesus' name. But this is our breakout year, and we're going to break through. What is it that you need to break through right now in this time? What is it that you need to have breakthrough? In what area of your life are you needing breakthrough? Sometimes this is an actual restart, an actual reset, a time where we can slow down and actually break through, breakthrough in our lives, right? What is it that we need to get in order in our homes? What is it, all that homework and all that studying, those things that you need to do? Dude, right now is the time to grow up. Right now is the time to show up to grow up. Because, you know, you could just be phoning it in and you could be Netflixing and chill. I love what Pastor Dan said on Sunday. He said, we need to be Holy Spirit and chill. Yeah, he said that. I was like, Boom. Get it, Pastor Dan. We need to Holy Spirit and chill right now. Right now in this season, this could be a set up, not a set back for what God has for you, what God has for us, what God has for this generation, what God has for this church. But right now in this time, in this season, are you preparing for what's next? Are you preparing for what's about to come? Because these doors are about to open and everybody's going to want to get into church. Everybody's going to get in. And you know what? We're going to be prepared. We're going to be ready for them. We're going to be settled on the word. We're going to be starting a new series, which I'm so excited about. It's called Unshakable. Unshakable. It's time that the church rise up and live unshakable lives. We live an unshakable faith. We live, we may be living in shake, shaky times when the world looks crazy and all this chaos is happening, but we can live unshakable. Why? Because we're founded on the rock. Because we're founded on Jesus. Because we know the love of the Father. So let's get into the word. Let's go. Here we go. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. This is the Passion Translation. I just love this translation. I thought it was cool. And it also had unshakable, which I was looking for. Let's go. So now, beloved ones, stand firm. What do we need to do? We need to stand firm and secure. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. Are you living your life right now with an unshakable confidence? Are you walking in fear? Are you afraid? Are you afraid to go outside? You're afraid to go to the store? You're afraid? What are you living? It's our time. We need to live our lives with unshakable confidence. We know that we prosper and excel in every season. Look at your neighbor. I don't care if you're by yourself. Look in the mirror and say every season. I don't care if it's the flu season, it's the Rona season. We will prosper and we will excel in every season. How? By serving the Lord, by serving God. When you make your life about others, God makes life about you. It is so amazing that you actually find your life when you legit lay it down. 
When you start, when it's less about you and all about others, somehow God makes it all about you. How are we going to prosper and excel in every season? By serving the Lord. Because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive with fruit that endures. With fruit that endures. We're talking about eternity here, what, what we're doing. Bringing people to salvation, bringing people to Jesus, bringing the lost home is eternal, right? How many are the laborers? How many? Let me hear you real loud. How many are the laborers? That's right. The doers, the movers, the shakers, the history makers. They're few. We are the few here at Love Life Church. We are the few here at LLYA. In Matthew 9, 37, it says, Then he said to his disciples, this is Jesus, this is red letters, The harvest truly is plentiful. The, the harvest is totally plentiful. But the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest, send out the laborers. Guys, we are living, living. <laughs> y'all in your living room? We are living in history-making times right now. You know what? When we get through this, we're going to one day tell our children what we did during this crisis. There's going to be books written about some, the few. What the few did during this crisis, during this season of chaos, this is a time, this is a moment for you to make history. Not to go viral, not to become famous, not to be like, how many likes am I going to get? No, how many lives am I going to change? How many lives am I going to impact? What is history going to say about what we did and how we acted and how we stood and how we stand during this season? Because we're going to stand by faith. We're going to walk by faith. We are, it's over, fear. You ain't got nothing on us. You ain't got nothing on the blood of Jesus, and we are not afraid anymore, right? We're going to make history. We're going to be a light to this world. We're going to be the salt of this earth. That means that we're going to make a difference. We're going to make change. And this is opportunity. What are you going to do with this opportunity? What are you going to do with this opportunity? What is it that God's putting in your heart? How can you make a difference to those around you? It could be a small difference, like making greeting cards, like making a difference in the small community that you have. What are we going to do what are you going to do? What is, that? what is that inspiring thought that God's giving you to make a difference? It's not about going viral. You have to check your heart. Check your heart. What's your motivation? What's, what's motivating you? And I hope it's people. I hope it's others. Right? It's time that we can make history. It's time. Like, seriously, this is, this is what it's all about. It's about eternity. It's about purpose. And it's about people. It's about people. All right, here we go. You guys ready? You got your notebooks out? Because I know you all came to take some notes. Here we go. Three keys to live an unshakable life. Three keys to live an unshakable life. Number one, we need to resolve that God loves you. You have to resolve that God loves you. 1 John 4, 8, this is the Amplified. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God. That means they have not met God yet. Does not and never did know him. For God is love. That's right. God is love. He is the originator of love. And he is, 
And it is an enduring attribute of his nature, of who he is. God is love. Love is not love. Don't let the world confuse you. Do not let people confuse you. Oh, love is love. No, love is not love. God is love. God is love. We need to resolve. What does resolve mean? That we need to determine, we need to decide, you need to make up your mind, you need to make a decision, you need to reach a conclusion. You need to settle in your heart that God loves me and God loves you. We have to know that we know that we know. We need to become unshakable in God's love. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what anybody says. You have to know that you know that you know that God loves you. God is not like people. People can let us down, but God will never let us down. His grace will never let us down. His forgiveness, his mercy, it is already finished. He already finished it in the work of the cross. He already finished it. He already proved it through the blood of Jesus. We need to resolve that God loves me. Resolve that God loves you. Why? That's how we're going to be unshakable. John 3.16 Hey, you know when you see people at football games, they got the sign John 3.16, and you know when you go to In-N-Out, like all you guys be going to In-N-Out all the time, even though we all, everything's supposed to be closed down, the In-N-Out line is still forever. Yeah, yeah, which is with the secret sauce and the secret menu and all that, yes, okay. And in their cup, not in their cup, on their cup, it's like, where was I going with this? Yes, In-N-Out. John 3.16, John 3.16, you see it. It says... For, God, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son. This is how God loves the world. He gave. He gave so that everyone who believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. The world needs to know right now more than ever that they, have the, have, they, they can have eternal life in Jesus. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world. God did not send Jesus to judge the world. The world teaches us like God's out to get you. Religion teaches us God's out to get you. But right here it says, God did not, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. God is not out to get you. He did not send the coronavirus to set you straight. God did not send the coronavirus right, to judge the world because we acting crazy. God had nothing to do with none of that. That's the enemy. That's evil. John 10.10 says, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's all this virus is doing, stealing, killing, and destroying. If this is red letters. Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and that you, have may li that you may have life more abundantly. God is love. God is love. He has everything to do with life and life more abundantly. That's totally what we believe here at Love Life. We love God. We love people. And we love life. It's also about living our best life for Jesus, right? This virus needs to go. It's evil. And it came to kill, steal, and destroy. And it has nothing to do with God. Nothing to do with God at all. God is not judging the world. God is not judging you. And God is not trying to scare you straight so now you'll be behaving. No. It has nothing to do with that. God loves you. And you need to resolve that God loves me. And in that knowing that God loves you, there's such a freedom. There's such a freedom to run to him and not from him. 
because you know that his arms are always open. You know that he loves you. So in the time of need, I run to the Father, not from him, because I know he loves me. In 1 John 4, 17, it says, And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid. We will not be afraid on the day of judgment. We can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus in this world. We don't have to be afraid of judgment. Why? Because we walk in love. Such love has no fear. What? Say it for those in the back. No fear. Yes, such love has no fear because perfect love expels, cast out fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. God is not out to punish you. And this shows that we have not fully experienced. We have not matured. We have not grown. We have not got an understanding of his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. We have to resolve that God loves us. You need to know that God loves you. You got to understand God loves you. There's such a security that comes with that. You literally become unshakable. How? Because God loves me. God has a plan for me. And when you mess up, it's so much easier to turn around to a heavenly father that loves you than somebody who's out to judge you. When someone's out to judge me, I'm on the run. Like, I got to go. But when somebody's out there with open arms, you're like, come on, let's get a hug. Let's come on in. God loves you. All right, you all ready for this? Here we go. Number two, you need to resolve that you've been saved by grace. You have been saved by grace. It's not about the works you do. It's not about, it's not about how many times you volunteer at church. It's not about how many times you volunteer at the food bank. It's not about anything that you do. It has everything to do with grace. Thank God for his grace. Resolve that you have been saved by grace. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. This is the amplified version. For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ. Right now during this crisis, we need to understand that God is drawing you. He wants you to come close to him. His compassion, his grace is drawing you to Christ. That you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment. You don't need to be afraid of judgment. You don't need to be afraid of the end of the world. You don't need to be afraid because you know and you have been given eternal life through faith. This means that you believe and this, is, and this salvation is not of yourself, not through your own effort. It has nothing to do with what you do. It has nothing to do with your actions. It has nothing to do with if you're good enough. It has nothing to do with any of that, with your own efforts. But it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God. A gift is given, right? Not taken. This is a given gift, not as a result of your works, nor your attempts to keep the law. It doesn't matter if you're trying to be perfect. You can never be perfect enough. It is by the grace of God so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way of his salvation. We need to resolve, be determined, decide, make up our mind that we are saved by grace. So growing up, 
I did get here at a young age, but when I was even younger, I totally thought that salvation came with works. I thought you had to be good, you had to be perfect, you had to like, I have no idea, but in your mind you make up things, religious te- religion tells you things. So every night I would pray. Every night I would pray, Lord Jesus, save me. I call on your name in the name of Jesus. I believe that you went to the cross. And then all day I would just like, be crazy, be wild. I don't know what, you know, you're just thinking like, you know, you're never good enough. So, and then every night I would say the salvation prayer because I was afraid, like, what if I died in my sleep and something my soul to keep? I don't know, one of those prayers, right? So you're all confused and you're thinking, and when I came here to Love Life Church and I found out that it was by grace that I was saved, there was so much freedom. There was so much freedom. And it's crazy because I was even talking to God during that whole time I'm praying. And I remember when I became a teen, I told God, I was like, God. And it's funny because this was an actual real relationship. I, I don't know. I was like, God, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, I can't be good enough. It, it, it's, it, it's not going to work out for me. But, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to hell because I'm bad. But God, at least I'm just going to try to have fun all the way until I get there. And, and your mindset is so crazy. Religion is crazy. The law is crazy. Trying to be perfect is crazy because you can't be perfect. It is by grace. And you know what? It's crazy because during that season, during that time, I was running from God. I still had relationship. I was still talking with God. I still had communication with God. But I was running from purpose. I was running from the house of God. I was running from the word of God. And it wasn't until I learned grace that I ran to God, that I ran to purpose, that I ran to the house of God. Because all that guilt and condemnation, I had already put it on myself. I didn't need somebody else to remind me. I already knew that I was bad. But when I found out about God's grace, I was like, this is it. The world needs to know that it's by grace you've been saved. Salvation through faith, we've been saved. Like, I believe once I, it was just like that. It was like over, game over, let's go. A flip of the switch. Like, it was just so awesome. So you need to resolve that you have been saved by grace. You have to make up your mind for yourself. You know, you got to renew your mind because your mind is going to tell you all kinds of crazy things. Your feelings, sometimes you feel good, sometimes you feel bad. When you know that it's by grace, has nothing to do with what you do, then you resolve and you remind yourself. When you're making a bad decision, you're like, by grace, by grace, by grace, Lord, help me, Jesus, by grace, (laughs) right? By grace, you've been saved. You need to resolve. Number three is that you got to resolve to be a doer of the word. This is game changer right here. You don't just take notes, but you do your notes. You don't just hear the word, you do the word. We apply the word here at Love Life Church. In Matthew 7, 24 through 25, the Passion Translation says, everyone who hears my teachings and applies them and applies it to his life, Okay, let's start over. Everyone who hears my teaching and applies it to his life can be compared to a wise man who built his house on an unshakable foundation. You know what? We just learned about the wise man, and we want to wise up, right? 
And what did he do? He built his house on an unshakable foundation. When the rains fell and the floods came, when the fierce winds beat on his house, when the Rona came and the virus came and it's knocking on the door and somebody sneezed in the elevator, what are you built on? Are you built on fear? Are you built on, get me out of this elevator? <laughs> like, sneeze in your elbow. Didn't you learn? What are you built on? It stood firm because it was a strong foundation. But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply them. This is the game changer. You're going to either apply the word or you're not going to apply the word. That is 100% up to you. Nobody can put in the work for you. Nobody can apply the word for you. Nobody can come to church for you. Nobody can take notes for you. Nobody can listen to, the, listen to God's word on repeat for you. You have to do it for yourself. You have to grow up. Why? So that you can actually live your best life. So you can live that abundant life that Jesus was talking about so that you can actually look different than the world so that you can live unshakable in good times in bad times in hard times in steady times you want to be unshakable unmovable when somebody asks you are you going to heaven when somebody asks you is this is is, is this over is the world over and you're just like as confused as everybody else you're just as shaken as everybody else you're just as scared as everybody else you need to know God word for yourself. You have to know God's word for yourself. I can't say that enough because you know what? We just like working out, right? We all know this. Nobody can put it in for us. We got to go to the gym to, for ourselves. We got to wake up in the morning. We got to get that workout in. We got to get on the treadmill. You got to get your kettlebell, whatever you do. You got to pick up your weights and nobody can do it for you. How awesome if they could, but that's not how life is. And we need to get working out. You know what? It's not just about your looks. It's about your substance. It has everything to do what's going on inside of you. When the world is going chaos, are you, are you focused in on what's going on? Are you focused in on, okay, what, am I, how am I going to grow through this situation? What is there for me to learn during this season? How can I grow? How can I help? How can I reach out? What can I do at church? What is it that I can do to help? What is the church need? Who are you calling? What is it that you can do? There's so many seniors that need help right now. They need encouragement. What kind of greeting card can you send them? What kind of video can you send them? What, there's so many things that we can do. Us young people, it's, this is our time to shine. This is our time. So you can get confused. This is not your time to go viral. It's not about that. That is so, I don't know the right word. That's so lame. <laughs> Because seriously, you can be viral, you can be your five seconds of fame, and it's gone. Or you can be eternally minded and start changing people's destiny for the rest of their life and impacting them in a way when they're, this is the time to do it. But we have to have a solid foundation. We have to know for ourselves that we're saved. We have to know for ourselves that God loves us so that we can share God's love with others. We have to know for ourselves that, that we are under grace. We have to know for ourselves that we are saved by grace so that we can share that grace with others, so that we can stop judging others, so we can stop, you know, we, you know what's crazy on social media? It says that social media during this season has, like, went up 50-something percent. 
People are just home looking at what other people are doing. It's time to do something. It's time to make a difference. It's time to make a change. You know, it's, this, this time could be so wasted. Or this time could be such a moment of change, a moment of growth, a moment, however that looks for you. But what are you built on? But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply them to his life can be, can be compared to a foolish man. We learned about the fool the other week. None of us want to be that thick-headed, brained fool, right? Who builds his house on sand. When, the rain, when it rained and rained and the flood came with the winds and the waves beat it on his house, it collapsed and was swept away because it wasn't founded on the rock. It didn't have an unshakable foundation. He was lost. He was on sand. So that's what happens right now. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you're unsure that you're saved by grace, right now times can be shaking. People can say something. You're not sure. Am I saved? Am I not saved? If you've called on the name of Jesus, you are saved. It has nothing to do with your actions. It has everything to do with the work of the cross. You have to know that God loves you. We serve a good God. He loves you. He is love. The world has it so mixed up right now. Love is love. No, God is love. Love is patient. Love is kind, right? God is patient. God is kind. God is love. He has endless love for you. And you got to be resolved in that. Okay. So if you're not founded on the rock, you just found it on the sand. And you will fall. It's time that we grow up and be rooted and grounded in love. We need to be rooted and grounded in God's love, what God says about us. Now's the time to learn all of your I am's, right? We have the whole um, video that Pastor Dan sent, our breakout year. How many of you have rewrote that for yourself? If you haven't found it, it's on YouTube, and it's our breakout year, and it's a declaration over us. And so he asked us, he made a challenge, and he says, Put, make it personal that this is my breakout year, right? I challenge you to do it. Speak it over your life. Confess it over your life. Believe it. Receive it. We need to be rooted and grounded in God's love. We need to be rooted and grounded in God's word, what God says. In James 1.22, it says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're fooling yourself. We have a whole generation that's what? Fooling themselves. And it's crazy because you put so many filters on your pictures. I mean, I put filters on my pictures. We all put filters on our pictures. But it's crazy is because sometimes we fool ourselves. Your Instagram could be so popping. Your Instagram could be like, I love Jesus. Your Instagram can be all like whatever you put on your Instagram. But is there any substance to you, right? Do you actually apply God's word? When somebody asks you something, do you have an answer for them? This is our time to be the answer. This is our time to be the change. This is our time to rise up. This is, this is the perfect opportunity for the church to rise up. Why? Because we know that God loves us. 
We know that God has greater for us. We know that what the enemy meant for evil, God's just working for our good, working for the good of our home, working for the good of our children, working for the good of our health, working for the good of our jobs, working for the good of our schooling. I don't want you to be discouraged. I don't care. I do care. I don't mean I don't care. But just say they canceled your graduation. Just say they canceled your birthday. Just say they canceled all of this season has, has canceled your prom. It's canceled your job. It's canceled your promotion. This is the moment. It can be a setup. We think it's a setback, but it's a setup for God to move. It's a setup for God to be breakout in every area of your life. What is it? What is that great idea that you're going to come up with right now? That you're going to have a drive-in prom. That you're going to do uh, um, whatever you're going to do. All these things that are so creative, that are so awesome. How can you be the change? How can you make the change and give it an opportunity to share the love of Jesus, an opportunity to share hope, an opportunity to share that God is good, that God is love, that no matter what's going on in the world, that God still has a plan. No matter what's going on in the world, his people will rise. No matter what's going on in the world, that we will stand, that we walk by faith and not by sight, that we stand firm, that we lay hands on the sick and they recover. Lay hands on yourself. Come on, let's go. What did Jesus come to do? He came to preach, he came to teach, and he came to heal. That is what we do here. We're supposed to be walking like Jesus, living like Jesus. Why? Because the greater one lives in me. The greater one lives in you. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave is inside of us. We don't have to fear because God loves us. We don't have to fear because we're saved by grace. We don't have to fear because we're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. We're filled with power. We don't have a spirit of fear, but we got a power, love, and a sound mind. We have well-disciplined minds, right? Yes. So we need to be rooted and grounded in God's love. So we need to do the word. It is so important that we apply what we learn. This is why it's so, I'm so thankful for the podcast Love Life Church podcast. I'm so thankful for the Love Life Church YouTube channel. Why? So that we can replay the word, so that we can repeat the word, so that we can rehear the word. Why? Because faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Who are you listening to? What's on your playlist? What's on repeat? Because that's what you're manifesting in your life. You know what? It's time to like, not just Netflix and chill, but Holy Spirit and chill. What is God speaking to you during this season, during this time, during this reset, during this reboot? There's so many things, that, so many opportunities that we can just grow during this season. So we need to resolve that God loves us. We need to resolve that we are saved by grace. We need to resolve to be doers of the word. These are, you know what? God's a gentleman. He knocks. You have to let him in. You have to let him into your life. And God wants in those darkest places. He wants in. He wants in. Why? Because he has the answers. He wants to help you. He wants to love you through this season. God has so much for you. If you're going through a hard time right now, if you are scared right now, if you're not sure if this is the end of the world and you're seeking answers, let me tell you, 
that you tuned into the right place because God is the answer. Jesus already, he is the answer. Jesus already made a way. Jesus already went to the cross. Jesus already paid for the coronavirus. You do not have to be afraid. He already went to the cross. It's already finished. He already rose from the grave. He done whooped on the devil. The devil thought he had him. And he's like, ah, or who knows what the devil is like, like a little rat. I don't know. The devil thought he had him, but on the third day, Jesus rose from the grave. Why? Because Jesus was sinless. We were not. Jesus took on all of our sins. And in that moment, he paid for it all. So we need to resolve that that's it. We're saved by grace. It has nothing to do with our works. It has nothing to do with our actions. It has nothing to do. It has everything to do with Jesus. And we receive it by faith. God's favor, God's grace, God's undeserved gift. We receive it by faith. A gift is given, right? But you have to receive it. It's you, you have to receive it. You need to, number three, resolve to be a doer of the word. We need to apply God's word. That's what I love about life group here at Love Life Church is that we're learning how to apply this in our everyday life. Here at Love Life, we're in this together. We're better together. We're stronger together, right? We do life together. Why? Because we love God. We love people. We love life. And 2020 is our breakout year. And we're going to break through and we're going to break out in every area. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. We're going to break through and we're going to break out. And we're believing with you that you're going to have breakthrough, that you're going to have a breakout. We're believing with you. We're agreeing with you. You know what? We're still believing for our three. Right? We agree for your three. We got three names down where everyone here at Love Life Church has been invited, right, to believe for three. Invite three. We have, we're still believing. We ain't giving up. You know, we're not going to be held back by this. We're praying over those three. We're agreeing for your three. This is your opportunity to reach out to your three. And what is your three? Pastor Dan just put out a mandate. He put out, he put out like, hey, let's go that we would believe for three people, three people this year. And this is an opportunity to reach out, to text them, to ask them how they are, right? We're believing and agreeing for those three. So when these doors open, we're going to be busting down the doors. Every seat is going to be full. We'll be like, can't stop the whole front row. It's going to be, we're just going to be standing room, right? Because this is our opportunity to invite those three. So we're believing for breakthrough and breakout in every area. Our spirits are strong. Our emotions are settled. This is the moment that you really need to know that your emotions are settled. That they're not leading you, that you lead them. Our minds are disciplined. Our bodies are healed and whole. Our bodies are healed and made whole by the blood of Jesus. If you're dealing with any sickness, any disease, we are believing right now in the name of Jesus that you would receive healing, that you would receive health. Let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your healing, miracle, working power. We speak shalom. We speak help. We speak healing over everybody right now who is listening. Any symptoms, they must leave. Any symptoms, they must go right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for your healing power. Right now, receive that healing. God has healing for you. Our bodies are healed and made whole by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. We are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. 
We're strong. How are we standing strong? Because we're strong in the Lord. It's not by our own strength, but it's by the Lord. And it's the power of his might. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know what? We're choosing joy right now. We're choosing joy right now. Your girl has three rolls of toilet paper left in the cabinet. I went to Fry's today. There was still no toilet paper. I didn't freak out. I didn't go wild. I didn't get crazy. I didn't post it. Like, no, 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 no. No. I'm choosing joy in this season. You know what's pretty cool is that until your cup is bumped, you have no idea what's inside. And right now in this season, we're getting bumped. Our cup's getting bumped. And what's spilling out? Is it fear or is it faith? What's spilling out of your cup right now? Is it frustration or is it joy? Is it peace or is it anxiety? What is it? What's coming out of your cup? Because that's what you need to fill yourself up with, with God's word, with God's peace, with God's love, with God's grace, right? The joy of the Lord is our strength. So I had to go in there and choose joy. I drink a gallon of water a day. I am not hoarding water. I drink water. But you can only buy one gallon at a time. So your girl is like, okay, what am I going to do? So on the way to work, I pick up a gallon. Or on the way to the store, I pick up one gallon. On the way anywhere, throughout the day, we just stop in a couple of times (laughs) to pick up a gallon of water. And, you know, we're so spoiled with the bottled water. We're going to be all right. Just like I said last week. When I was talking to that elderly gentleman, and he's like, if you can turn the faucet on and what comes out doesn't kill you, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right, right? We're Love Life, and this is our breakout year. This is our breakout year. If you're on the other side of this and you're saying, hey, I want to join the family of God. I want to know that I know that I know that I'm saved by grace. I want to know that I know that I know that I'm a part of God's family. I want to know that I know what I'm going for eternity. I would love to invite you to say a prayer with us, and we'd love to pray with you if you'd like to receive Jesus tonight. If you'd like to know that I'm saved, I'm saved by grace through faith, I believe in Jesus' name. So it's time. This opportunity is for you. So let's just repeat this prayer with me. If this is you, come on, let's go. Join us. Join us today. Make salvation. This is your day of salvation. This is your opportunity. Let's say this prayer together. Okay, in Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. Believing in your heart, you're made right with God, and by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe you came to the earth. I believe you died on the cross. And on the third day, you rose from the dead. Thank you for forgiving me and setting me free. I receive you, Jesus, in my life today. Thank you for answering my prayer and saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And just like that, you are born again. And just like that, you are saved. 
You are saved. We would love to get some resources to you. We'd love to get a book to you. If you could please just email us at office at lovelifechurch.com. We would love to connect with you and get some information to you. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.